Happy Valentine's Day, lover. Who, me? No, the chick behind you. <laughs> Happy Whole Mark Day, Charlie. Thanks, Ponyo. Money making day for all the ladies and gents. Yeah, and to all the single ones out there. To all my girlfriends, to all my boyfriends. There's, there's cucumbers and there's tissues on, <laughs> on sale. They're going real cheap. And Ben and Jerry's as well. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, guys, to another episode of Charlie and Ponyo. Yeah, we had a little bit of a, a little bit of a Lunar New Year mm. recuperation. Oh my! Lots God. happened in the last so week. much. You know what I mean? Kansas won the Super Bowl. Trump got acquitted. Yes, about time. Bitcoin went down because of. Chinese Lunar New Year. But also Bitcoin went up due to Elon, Elon Musk. Elon Musk buying 1.5 billion. You know Spent what? 1.5 billion on the You know, the I'm, coin. Pretty, I'm pretty sure that's pocket change for him. So for him to throw 1.5. 1.5 billion on the biddy. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about billion dollars, 1.5 right? Billy. Yeah, 1.5 billion on the biddy. That's, a, that's, that's the nickname for it, Billy. And that's US dollars. So let's just round it up for US Aussie. US Dilly. US <laughs> Round up to, I can't say it. I can't talk like that, babe. Um, round it up to the US dollar. That's nearly 2.2 Billy. billion dollars. In Aussie Dilly. <laughs> oh my God. That, that's a shitload of money. I mean, he, I, I wonder how he sleeps at night because. Well. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Very well. And I, 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 know, I know we've talked about this before, but when people say you can't buy happiness, I really dislike that saying. You know how you've got sayings that you dislike? That's yeah. one of them. For uh -huh. me, it's you can't buy... Are we going buy, there? Oh, we're going that there. We're going? That's where we're going. Okay. You can't buy happiness. Mm. Get the fuck out of town. Mm -hmm. You're telling me you've got a shitload of money and you're not going to be happy walking around in your, you know, Balenciaga and then your <laughs> fancy Dolce & Gabbana instead of your Target or rolling around in a Porsche or a Tesla. Come on, cry me a freaking river. <laughs> Don't you have quotes or sayings that you just dislike? Yeah, but I just challenged that that one to start with, just to just to challenge it. <clears throat> what? You can't buy happiness. I, yeah, I don't think money buys happiness. I think it buys you comfortability. It buys you a level of comfortability. And so, mm. if you look at it, so if, if money, so the m major problems that people have in the world is preach it. Food, shelter, mm. and buying things. Mm -hmm. If you have money. Mm that automatically solves those problems. Mm. And so when you don't have those problems, you can focus your things, your, your time on other, because when you're focusing on those things to getting money to buying food, roof over your head mm. and things to wear on your, material on your back, things. material things, mm. uh, that consumes a lot of your time mm. as in the poor and the middle class. But once you have a whole bunch of money rain on you to be able to look after those things, then you're free to, it, it frees up your time to mm. do whatever you want. You can chase girls, well, drugs, mm -hmm. men, bitcoins, bitcoins, 
Mm-hmm. Spaceships. Mm-hmm. UFOs. UFOs. Mm-hmm. Flat Earth. Mm-hmm. But in doing that, it might not necessarily make you happy. That'll probably take you down another rabbit hole and you start being, you know, <sighs> you go down some weird You're such a realist, trip. And the next thing you know, you know, you've spent a whole bunch of money and you're still, you know, it's just... You still search for that one big thing, one big ting. What do they say? And then say? You're, just, you're just tipping, at that stage, you're just tipping money into a black hole. I've always said, you, it's, there, there's, a, there's a dark, black, giant black hole in your soul and you can fill it with whatever you like. But you have to be comfortable within yourself first before you start filling mm. that because nothing in the world is going to fill it. Oh, well, I know what will fill it. What, food? Cupcakes? Yeah. Handbags. Shoes. Ooh, handbags. <laughs> but no, I, I hear you. But do you have a quote or saying that you... I, I, always, I always didn't like... What was I saying to the other day? But one of my ones... One of the ones <laughs> that I've been hearing recently... Don't butcher this. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, I, don't, I don't know the one you're talking about. But one of the, <laughs> I'll go to the first one. is People use it... Just a buzzword. Proactive. People using the buzzword proactive. Be proactive about something. Mm. Yeah, be pro. When, I th- when you th- take a step back and you think about it, proactive means that you're active and you're, you know, the, the, the word active means you're out and about, you're doing things. Mm. Mm. Proactive means that you're, you're active, active. You're, you're being proactive, so you're, you're active, but you're being proactive. <laughs> it just, it just, I always remember that line that they say in Simpsons where Homer says proactive is a, is a buzzword that dumb people use and it just Ooh. always sticks with me. And it just, I always didn't. It's uh. the same concept as when people, and I know sometimes I'm learning, I'm guilty of this as well, when they go, for me personally, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Wh- who else are you talking about? <laughs> who else are you talking about personally? I know, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I know, and that's something that I'm like, oh, I, I, I don't do it, but I can't help and, and have a cringy look on my face going, okay, really? <laughs> you and yourself and, 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 and yourself as well? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, Anyhow. The one that gets me that I've heard numerous times over the last couple of days and weeks is a clock can still be right. A broken clock can still be right two times a day. Well and done. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I hate that saying. Can and I I've been using it with you lately. I know. <laughs> I've, I, I'll be honest. I've never heard of that saying before until you've been just repeating yourself for the past three weeks when you, or so. Because always when someone fucks up, when someone does something wrong, you can just say, well, even a broken, broken clock is, or watch is wrong, is right two times. I still can't even say it. <laughs> But Even a broken comeback... watch is, is right two times a day. Jeez, it takes a, bit of, <laughs> takes a bit out of me to say that. But it's the most stupidest thing to say. Uh, I'm like, well, I don't... Uh. My, one more, one more. I have one more. Yeah, what? It is what it is. Oh. It's one of those. Oh. When things go wrong, when things just, you know, not playing well, or the universe not lined up, it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. And I'm like, oh, another person that says that to me. Freaking hell. I do like that, though. Mm. I do like that one. Talking about quotes and, I guess, conversing with other people. Mm. 
I think this is, well, we're going into deeper conversation now. Mm. But I realise um, having conversation with people can, can, can be quite challenging. It's a bit hard. It can be quite... quite I, hard I, I, I'm going to call myself... I think it's challenging for myself sometimes as well. Whether it's somebody... I second that. <laughs> whether it's somebody that's quite... They're quite senior. I might feel intimidated and I get nervous. I might stutter. I might not be able to put the words together properly. I might go, oh, hmm. for me personally... But really, <laughs> in my mind going, don't fuck this up because that person is really senior and they're judging. You feel it like, is what it is. Oh, it is what it is. <laughs> no, sorry, I really um, trying to thought. But no, yeah, I hear. Yeah, I hear. so it's, whether it's uh, that, it could be just the, the, the environment that you're in. I don't know what it is, but sometimes just, just having that conversation with somebody, it's very difficult. The art of conversation. Ooh. It, is I, a, I, it is a... It is a tough thing to master. It's a it's skill. A tough thing to, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because people think that because you can talk, that you can have a conversation. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. you can use words. People think, oh, I'm, I'm a natural, I can hold a conversation, I can make a conversation. I don't think people can usually in most instances, Mm-mm. especially with people like you, even from like a work perspective or even from the flip side of that is like, with someone you don't know or someone, you know, you know what I mean, that you've just met mm. or even just small talk with people that, yes. you know, like at a bar or something where you're talking to the bartender or like a food service or whatever it might be. I think people don't understand or, or, or grasp or uh, have an understanding of what that kind of looks like, especially around having the art of conversation and what it means to have a sort of give and take between two people. Because it really, it's a protocol between two people, you know mm. what I mean? And mm. You've got to, you, there's, there's got to be give and take around questions and answers. Mm. And especially, I've always, I've always, one of the things that I was always taught was preparation, especially mm. when, like from a work perspective, mm. or even just like sort of any conversation that you, that you want to have, is you always want to, I don't know, think about it a little bit in more in depth because I think giving a little bit of forethought goes a long way to, it, it, it gives you a little bit of more meaningful or meaning, yeah, a, a little more meaningful conversation and, and it gives the conversation a lot more meaning. Mm. Ooh, mm, look, like you go. look at you go. I think it's more important now than ever before having the skill to be able to communicate with your mm. peers, with your friends, with your family, whoever it may be, with your partner, because of the fact that technology have played such a, a barrier mm. and deterrent to improve our conversation. Mm. People are so used to picking up their phones or on the computer with emails, texting each other, emailing, whatever it may be. That's more of a digital conversation, right? Mm-hmm. There's an art for that as well. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we've talked about that in previous podcasts. Yeah, how to write an email. But in the good ter- old sandwich. But in terms of face-to-face, and I think we're more talking about face-to-face conversation here, mm. it's a different ballgame. It's, oh, it's a lot harder, if, especially for the younger generation where they've been brought up, and especially now during the COVID-19 pandemic where we've been locked up, quarantined, 
where their people's social skills are getting a little bit rusty. Oh, rusty! Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! Yeah, those skill sets are, are fading away. Yeah, and and like I said, the younger generation, and I could be generalizing here, but I I, I think I'm making a valid um, point here. Then younger generation, it, it's going to be more challenging for them once they get out into the workforce, when they're finishing school, they go out applying for roles, dating, for example. Yes, I get Tinder, I get that all online, but you still have to meet the person eventually. Yeah. So what's going to happen when you meet them at the bar, at the restaurant, at the park, at the movies, whatever it may be? you got to start the conversation somewhere as well. 100%. Oh, 100%. And I think, it, just going on that, it's, it's always, I've always find it interesting... You know, even if you're scrolling in comments in like YouTube or Facebook or Instagram or something, and just the way people articulate themselves in in a comment, mm. like and just going off that, if you were to write that, if people were on Tinder and they're right, no, I'll I'll come and see you, but they're using just like you know the C, C the yes. letter C, and then U, and then you you go like it, I was I always try to imagine what those conversations be like once they're in yes in person face to face looking at staring at each other across the table like are they are they being eloquent with their words are they are they using their words to the full robustness that the language is there to be able to be used you mm. know what I mean I always I always find that quite interesting especially at the around same how time. people um carry themselves in in message or in, in the written form oh, yeah. and they, how that translates into the into the real world. Definitely. Definitely. What were you going to say? I don't remember now. I just think preparation goes a long way, especially around, What's especially talking from, from to, to work colleagues and to, mm. to subordinates. Oh, subordinates is such an old 80s mm. term. Team members to Team the... Members. People up the flagpole. Mm. I've always, I think preparation. I can't. I can't harp on about it enough. I think preparation is even written down for a couple of minutes, or even just writing it in your mind or meditating it in your mind goes a long way to saying, okay, so if I am at the water cooler mm. and my boss happens to walk past, mm. what would what would be three things that I would Say to them, yep. or not even your boss. It could be your boss's boss, or like the mm. CEO of the company, or it could be the janitor. Yeah, anybody. Like, what, what do you say to them? Mm. What are three things that you could automatically just go whip out of the bag and say? Well, because you don't want to talk about. Oh, how's the weather? Mm. Well, oh. now that you've said that, there is a a technique that you mentioned previously. Yeah, and um, I think it's quite useful to share with our dear listeners. Yeah. And it's an Teach acronym it. called FORM, F-O-R-M. Mm. F for Foxtrot, O for... Oscar. R for Romeo, <laughs> M for... Don't tell me. Mike. Mike. The phonetic alphabet is not easy. <laughs> anyway, so it's F-O-R-M. So the F stands for, and this is a really good way, so... This is where you're at the water cooler. So we'll paint the picture for our dear listeners. They're at the water cooler. Water cooler, dinner party. Anyway, you anyway. go high, they go high. 
and then it's like, what's it's next? It's yeah. on. So the F, this is where it's useful to have the form in mind. So you've got F, that's about family. Mm-hmm. So asking people love talking talk about, about the family. family. Yeah, one of, one of the best things about conversation is that people love talking about themselves. Hell and so yeah. Once you open, once you open the gateways and ask questions, mm. open questions mm-hmm. about people, and you ask it about them, they're more than happy to just run with it. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. But you, the, I think the other side of that, oh, you, you go through this. Yes, yes. <laughs> because Thank there's... you, Charlie. F for family. I could go on for days. Um, o, occupation. So asking what they do for a living. Tell them about what you do for a living as well. This one, I personally, oh, here, so I just did it again. I personally. So what's going to do that? <laughs> Fuck. So you're the one you were talking about. <laughs> I try to steer away from questions about occupation. You personally? (laughs) Yeah. I prefer to have more of a generic question, like how do you spend your... Like I Mm -hmm. prefer to explore other areas instead of their work because I don't want... I don't want to ask somebody about the job or what they do for a living because I don't want that to paint a picture of who they... Uh, or what their personality would be like. No, no, yeah, I know. I, what you I, mean, I, I don't want to be tainted by that. Yeah, I know what you mean, but uh, it just, I've just on the flip side of that, I always like looking at the the flip side of stuff. Yeah. Is that how many people cannot be cons- clear, concise about when someone asks yeah. them that question? <laughs> Me. So you, when you, when someone asks, so you could be at a a work event, like a, you know. And someone uh, comes up to you and says, "Oh, hi, I'm Charlie. What do you do?" Yeah. And then people are just like. Oh, I do execute on the UFO ten, and the people are like, what? That's when, a really when good you point. You need to keep it short, sharp, clear, concise. That's why you need your eleva- elevator, elevator pitch. speech. Yes, yeah. and yes. what's it, what's what's beautiful about doing it like that? If it is something that's complex, yes, you can mm-hmm. always just give an example as well. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? What if, what if it's classified, top secret? So, well, for example, I, you seen Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible? <laughs> That's me. Do you know what I mean? Boom. People automatically can associate and they can paint the yes, picture themselves. Yes, I like that. Pa- Give them a reference. Give them something to reference to. Yeah, because really people, people are psychologically lazy when they have to connect the dots from A to B. You oh, know yes. what I mean? So if you can connect the dots lazy for them. and stupid. Yeah, I wasn't going to say it, but. I said it. I know. Mm. Um, R, recreation. So ask them what they do for fun, mm. such as hobbies, sports. They might have a side hustle as well. Um, and Bitcoin. Then, uh, M, this is optional, but it's good to keep that, especially when you want to continue and grow that relationship as well. It's about motivation. So asking questions about mm. what, what, what's important to them, yeah. what motivates them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you've, in certain contexts, you flip between them. Do you know what I mean? You don't, yeah. you don't, when you're talking with your, your friends, you don't start talking to them about, so what do you do? What would you, what, you know yeah, what I mean? It's, it's really around. more about family and yes. it's really about, motiv- like, yes. as the conversation flows. You change it. So it doesn't yeah. have to be form. It could be for, F-O-R. Yeah. It could be from, F-R-O-M. Well, you, yeah. you, you can work forwards, backwards, you can start in the yes, middle, you can exactly. work your way. Yeah, it's but what the common, I guess, denominator. denominator for these four acronyms or these four letters, all the questions 
would be open question. So they're not just yes or no because you really want to build that. You mm. want to be able to encourage the other person to start talking. Mm. Um, and I think it's important. And I, I believe, dear listeners, if you're interested in this, let us know. I think in the next podcast, we should really talk about how do you get away from a conversation as well? Because on the flip side, you could be asking all these brilliant questions and the other person could be a freaking talker. And I'm pretty sure you've met a talker, i.e. an emotional vampire, where they can talk your ear off. And you're at the wall at water cooler. You need to get back to your desk. You need to go home. You need to whatever it may be. How do you get away politely? I mm-hmm. am very bad at this. I will stand there to the point where I know I need to go to the toilet. I need to wee, but I don't want to cut them off, but I have to cut them off. So maybe we should talk about that later on as well. Setting expectations. Yes, that's true too. Mm-hmm. Setting expectations. Mm-hmm. Hey, but- I, I, just need to, I just need to let you know. I need to pee. I, I really need to go to the bathroom. So, <laughs> like, I'll be... But I think the other part of... I think the art of conversation, especially face-to-face, is is the non-verbal cues. Ooh, Do you know what I mean? It's the, it's the body language. It's mm. the eye-to-eye interaction. It's the, the way you stand in mm. relation to them and the other people that are in the in the party. You know what I mean? If I always find it funny, especially with, with guys that like, see a really hot chick mm. and there's like a whole bunch of other people in in that circle of the, of talking they'll do, they'll not only look directly at the the hot chick mm. but usually their feet face them as well yes you can always you can always find out this is old pua sort of thing is that uh. I used to be a pickup artist by the way <laughs> you can always tell who could you try again oh see siri doesn't even agree with you no, siri doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about see? i'll put her can on can you somewhere. try that again <laughs> But uh, in any group setting, if you're sitting in a circle or you're in a sort of, look at who's who, where people's feet are facing. Ah. Well, next time I go and pick up guys, I'll be checking their feet. Yeah, <laughs> I'll see where you're. I'll see when we're a bunch of hot guys and where your feet are oh, facing. They be, better be facing they'll be, me. They'll be jumping left, right, <laughs> and like jumping over like a compass. <laughs> they'll be like, oh, that'll be me. But that's a really good point. But I think it's more But even eye now. contact and stuff like well, that, you know what I mean? I was going to say, eye contact is extremely important now, especially when most of the time we're wearing a mask. So you can't really see... That's true. You can't <laughs> see people whether they're smiling. So you, ha- you still have to smile because it will shine through your eyes and your voice as well. You know when they say, make sure you smile yeah. when you're talking over the phone? That's yeah. the same concept that we need to... When you're wearing an N95 mask? Yes, correct. You and you like need a... to speak louder as well because the mask, <laughs> the mask is a filter, a sound filter. Even so, though you look like a doctor's nurse. Yes. Doctor's assistant. A hot nurse. Smelling your own breath, your own sushi breath. Hot nurse. <laughs> I'm just going to stick to that. But you know what I mean? Yeah, That's I important you. too. So you need to be able to speak louder, clearer. Clear. And I think that's Concise. important. You know what? People don't open their mouths when they talk sometimes. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the world doesn't. I mean, even Australians, mm. they're very nasal. Mm. But you know what Aussie, I was Aussie, Aussie. when I was young. What? Say your vowels. 
A E I O U. Yeah, practice it. It's good exercise for your mouth. It's actually really good. You should be practicing this. It's good for models if you're posing for photos. They're like smile. No, say say the vowels. A E I O U. You know what I mean? That's what models do. Sex on wheels. <laughs> That's right. right. There. That's right. Put her on a stick. She's done. <laughs> yeah. So yes, so that is a quick summary of the art of conversation. Yeah, I think there's a lot more to unpack in that. Oh yeah. Um, just me personally. <laughs> uh, you know, hey. I just like to say it is what it is. <laughs> and uh, the clock. You know, like what? even a broken clock is right two times a day. Hey, Charlie. Sometimes you need to be proactive, bro. Yeah, it is. What it is. <laughs> Anyhow, thank you. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Thank you, listeners, for supporting us. So I know we've got a couple of new followers. Oh no. Um, so we'll see you next time. Till then, Have say week. your vows. <laughs> Bye. I think we talk too much. Mm.